Engaging conversation on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Hey, everybody, it's Brian Kemper here with Pro-Life is the New Punk Rock. I'm excited to bring another episode. Actually, you know, excited is not the word. Um, this might be probably the worst episode that I've done yet. And when I say that, it's because of the subject matter of this episode. Um, I just got back from Washington, D.C. with several pro-life friends and heroes, including uh, my guest today, Mr. A.J. Hurley of Survivors. Welcome, A.J. Hey, Brian. How are you, buddy? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. You know, I I was saying in the in the opening that I was excited, but I, I I'm almost not excited because of what we're going to talk about today and the emotions that both you and I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to start with um, the very first time that. Um, I experienced what what sort of what you experienced and what we've been through over the last few weeks. Um, just to give a, a background, um, back in the '90s in in California, when I was working with Jeff White and and uh, uh, Operation Rescue West and and such, I ended up speaking at a funeral, and this funeral was for the bodies of over 17,000 innocent baby boys and girls who were aborted and then stored in, in giant storage containers, which were uh, eventually repossessed with non-payment. And they found the bodies of, of these thousands and thousands of babies. And uh, I remember speaking at a memorial service and funeral for these children and just thinking to myself, like, how, how, how did this happen? You know, and um, over the years, I've, I've been in many dumpsters behind abortion mills and uh, also confronted uh, trucks that were picking up the bodies of mm-hmm. aborted children. Um, and you're never really prepared for what you see. You're never really prepared for what you see when you actually see in front of you the body of a dead human being. I mean, we mm-hmm. we can all, you know, you see TVs and shows and movies where people find dead bodies and you see the emotional damage that it does to people. Um, yet it's actually something that we have gone out to do purposely to show the world the atrocities that happen inside these buildings um, that that some claim to be health clinics. And you and I, AJ, recently were in Washington, D.C., out at the medical examiner's office. But before we talk about that, um, I want you to go ahead and just kind of share what went on with Lauren and Teresa and you and the other activists that were there um, a few weeks ago um, when Lauren encountered the the truck Mm -hmm. taking away what they call medical waste, which is literally human body parts. Yeah. Uh, tell us, tell us how this, this all unfolded, kind of give us the story. So it's funny. I didn't really, I didn't really realize this until after all the dust settles. And it's, it's interesting how God and his providence works. 
But we were, my wife and I were with uh, Created Equal and a few other groups in um, Don Blythe, a few other people in um, New York City outside of Margaret Sanger Planned Parenthood. And while we were there sidewalk counseling, trying to, to rescue babies and give uh, resources to holistic care to women, um, we uncover basically this truck pulled up and I don't remember the name of the company that uh, I, I think I have to look back at my photos to figure that out. Uh, I haven't done that yet, but this truck pulls up and uh, Brian, there was like about 15 boxes here in, in uh, this guy's un delivering out, uh, out of Margaret Sanger Planned Parenthood in New York. And so we just took a picture of that. And I posted that picture on. Yeah, he was he was picking these boxes up, yes, from 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 Planned Margaret Parenthood. Sanger Planned Parenthood, taking them out of Margaret Sanger Planned Parenthood, loading them in the truck. We're uh, talking just the cardboard boxes. Cardboard boxes, the same boxes that were um, uncovered with Lauren and Teresa. And so I took a picture of this, posted it online, and it it kind of got a lot of traction. Um, people people were like wow like what the heck and Teresa saw that commented on it and then it put this kind of thought in her mind about being an act the amazing activist that she is she just thought this about this is an opportunity here to give these babies uh, a, if we if I uh, encountered it a proper burial and so she, she by God's grace uh, about a week later this a similar a similar truck drove drove up parked outside of um Cesare Santangelo the abortionist his abortion clinic in DC called Washington Surgery Center and uh, as the gentleman who was unloading these boxes in from from the abortion clinic loading these boxes there was uh, I, I we learned a total of 3 but there was only two on his dolly at the time he was loading these in teresa and lauren said to him hey do you know what's in those boxes and he's like i drive a truck i load these in basically um you know not really just medical stuff and so they told him hey those are aborted babies of your community and by god's grace and his and working all this out he was really just visibly i guess disturbed over this and he's frantically looking through his paperwork trying to determine like what you know is this true is this an abortion clinic onside the box there's a sticker washington surgery center he verifies that it is it is indeed an abortion clinic and he's just upset and visibly on his expression i, I can't imagine that like if, if I got hired to pick things up, you know, take yep. my dolly in, I, I've, totally. I've done deliveries. I've done yeah. that stuff. I can't imagine what went through his head when he right. realized those were dead human bodies. Yeah. And, and, you know, who knows how long this guy had been loading this in. I mean, think about the trauma of experiencing, wow, I am playing a part for years. Maybe I've been loading these babies in these human beings in, and I'm now a part of all this. And so they use that as an opportunity to say, can we take these, can we take a box? And he's like, what? Like, 
what are you going to do with it? And they're like, we, we're, our plan was to actually dignify these babies and give them each and every one of them a proper burial and funeral service. And he's like, well, I, I already scanned him in, like, I'm not looking fine. And he turns around, Lauren takes a box, takes it back to a place of safety. And then, you know, they got gloves, they got masks, they got, um, a, a live stream photo, like a um, video of the, everything happening. And they got even a member uh, of uh, the media there uh, to verify in a photographer and unbox this. And inside was 115 preborn image bearers of God. Uh, and five of those were late term, Brian, almost full term babies. So 115 human souls, mm -hmm. 115 humans. Can you imagine yeah. the news, yeah. the headlines, if that was 115 immigrants yes. found in a truck? And maybe they were. <laughs> like, yeah, I just, yeah. I, I've just, it boggles my mind, 115 people. Mm -hmm. 115. I mean, yeah, we haven't, we haven't had any mass when I don't can't even think when the last mass casualty incident like that, you know, a mass genocide in America of 115, but probably the closest would be the shooting in Las Vegas. Right. And uh, that's probably, that's probably true. And, but for some reason, just based on the class of humans, and this is 115. That was one box. There was three and, boxes. And this, is, this is something that is legal. Yes. For for this abortionist, I refuse mm -hmm. to use the word doctor. Yes. This is a, something that he gets people to pay him to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To, yeah. So at this point, you know, we had a monumental task in front of us. So how we how. Lori and I kind of got involved with this is they called us when they found out they called us and said, Hey, AJ, we need you down here now. So we left New York and took a train, beelined it to DC. We're there in like four and a half hours. Um, everybody was just totally a wreck. And, um, I, I, so my background, as you know, Brian, I'm, I'm, I've been an EMT for 20 years and, I'm, and, and I've been a respiratory therapist taking care of babies, verse seven. And so I'm, it's, I'm no stranger to, um, to dead children. I'm no stranger to arriving on scene and, and finding stuff that is very traumatizing, but I've never experienced anything like holding these babies. So before I get into that, I just, so we had a monumental task before us. We needed to get all of the evidence of this videoed, photographed, everything just documented, well-documented so that when we give that in, we can, we could verify what was being said based on what, um, you know, cause once we turn these in, it's gone, it's over. We have no control over it and, and anything could be said. So that was the first task is to just document all of these children. And then the second task would be to try to find an independent pathologist that would look at these babies. And because five of these children, Brian, were, had prima facie evidence 
of, of uh, partial birth abortion and infanticide. And I can well, go the, into that. I'm actually completely still in the in amniotic sac. sac. In yeah. the amniotic sac. Like, yeah. like that pretty much says that that child died after. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and so, you know, that's called what's called an in-call abortion. So when, or in-call delivery, it's a rare occurrence uh, that a baby is delivered so quickly uh, and that the amniotic sac doesn't, doesn't puncture it. It's, there's, it's not perforated at all. And so the, the baby comes out completely intact inside the, the amniotic sac. And I've seen, I've seen it before. It is rare, but uh, what's, what needs to be understood. So when a baby is being delivered and these babies, late term babies, are being delivered via labor induction. There's really only two ways of doing it with a DNE or labor induction. And so uh, you can't do a DNE without perforating the um, amniotic sac because you the DNE is literally tearing off the arms and limbs, crushing the skull, and then pulling out. So the other way that they do late-term abortion is through labor induction. They deliver these babies and then um, they give them a, uh, a medication that, that stops the baby's heart beforehand so that the, a, a live baby doesn't come out. And then, then they, um, then they will deliver this child. How, so the question is, how do you give a medication to kill the baby? The only way to do that is to give it into the amniotic sac. If you puncture that with a needle to give that medication, you're going to puncture the amniotic sac. And so you have this baby that's completely intact. It's blue inside. And now the other question is, how do you get around this baby in order to clamp the umbilical cord, which is sometimes done, to let the baby die and suffocate and then deliver a dead child? It's impossible. The only way that they, this baby could have been to come out um, the onus, really, the, the burden of evidence is on the other side to explain how this happened. B because basically what happened is large amounts of misoprostol uh, to induce labor are given. The baby is delivered whole and intact in this amniotic sac. The umbilical cord is cut, and then um, we named the baby Phoenix. Phoenix was just left on the table to die somewhere. It was still, it was purple and blue in the amniotic sac. So, so overwhelming quick, evidence. Before we get too much further into this, and, I, and there's so much to cover. Um, obviously, this show being, you know, on, on our channels and, and the social media, the, the, a lot of a lot of the places where, where this airs um, would not allow this to be shown. So mm -hmm. I, I want you to, to give us, um, the viewers, a link. Uh, okay. Where can they go as they're watching this, as they're hearing this, when this is done, where can they go to see this evidence themselves? To see these sure. movies? And I, and I want to warn people, it's, it's not, it's not something that's easy to look at. I've, no. I've been doing this for over 30 years and I, I kind of lost it when I first saw mm -hmm. the, the video and the, the images. So where, where can our viewers, if they choose to go see this, go to, to see this? Yeah. So Instagram or, or Facebook survivors.la. Um, the link to my, our Facebook is, uh, uh, you know, facebook.com 
forward slash we are survivors or the Instagram link is just literally survivors.la. I have a video there of every single child as we were videographing and photographing these babies and holding them, holding them, holding them in my hands, explaining exactly what was going on, the evidence of partial birth abortion, the evidence of infanticide. You not only have to see it as hard as it is to anybody listening, you have to share it and you have to have other people sit because the amount of the amount of people that are coming in telling us, I was a I was pro-abortion before I saw this. I've changed my mind. Some one one person yeah. even not only said I'm pro uh, I'm pro-life now, but one po- person saw these videos and now says they believe in actually supernatural evil and hell after seeing this and believes that now that certain people should go there. So um I I I know I've posted and shared them and on some of my platforms TikTok immediately removed um uh the video even just showing the pictures outside uh, in in DC at the medical examiner's office yeah. but thankfully on some social media platforms they haven't been taken down yet. Yeah, and it's interesting. I will handle hand it to like Facebook, Instagram, they they'll cover it and you'll have to click on see the video, but they haven't taken them down, which is awesome. I mean, and it 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 kind of works against them, right? Because in one hand, you, you're not your ideology says that these aren't real humans, right? So, are you going to just censor blobs of tissue then? Because oh, yeah. that's you know, and so um, it's overwhelmingly powerful and life changing. And I agree wholeheartedly. I do not think we will end abortion until these victims are seen. So, please, everybody listening to that, like this, please understand that reality. Every civil rights, social justice movement that has done anything uh, and ended any human rights violations, they've shown the images and videos of the victims, put them before the community and said, this is what we're doing. And what's so amazing about these five is I've said this before, but I really feel like, Brian, what God has done in all of this is he's allowed us to peel back the curtain, to peer into the curtain of the abortion room, of the abortion facility in that room. And to see these babies, to see the humanity of these children and to see the gruesome horror of abortion in a real tangible, like, you know, uh, vitally, powerful way Mm -hmm. when i held these babies brian it was different than any you know i've seen babies dead babies it was a unbelievable expression of evil i mean you know which was this dichotomy right so i i I said I, i wrote down the words i will never be the same and that was the first thing I thought of when I saw this that happened. But um, I, my mind could not differentiate. And I think it was just trauma, but I couldn't dis- differentiate these imi- the image, the pure image of God that I was seeing with the unspeakable evil that what had, what had been done to them. It was like, it was all, the same in my mind. I just looked at it and I saw evil, but at the same time, 
a pure undefiled image of God. You know, that, re that reminds me of, of sitting behind directly like three feet, if that behind Kermit Gosnell during his mm. trial mm. and that, that evil that I felt yeah. that evil presence as he looked back and they were describing what he did. And he was just had this evil smirk on his yeah. face, yeah. very similar to the police officer. We saw at the, at the uh, medical examiner's office. Just that yeah, story. totally. But AJ, you know, it's funny, not funny. I, I use that yeah. word. But when TikTok removed one of my videos, it was one of their things they call minor safety mm. because it was showing bad images of a minor. Mm. Now, in order for that to be a human minor, yeah, it would have to be a human. Yeah, exactly. It, it's, it's not it, logical. It, there's no logic in that. No, it's what, evil whatsoever. I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm convinced now, Brian. Uh, you know, before I really thought that this was, you know, just uh, a lot of um, misinformation or a lot of um, well-meaning intentioned people that have just been lied to. And now I, after having been through this and holding these babies and seeing the evidence, I am convinced it's not a matter of logic. It's not a matter of reason. It's not a matter of information no what's behind this is evil in itself it's pure evil incarnate and this is a spiritual problem of darkness spiritual darkness and demonic aspects that is behind this that, that i was overwhelmingly clear to me that that was my takeaway is that this abortion truly is the most vile and demonic thing anyone could do to another human being and another image bearer of God and the resolve that I came away with to preach that message to the masses. Yes. We have to, Brian, and I know you, like you have been, you know, a stalwart in this for many, many years and many are ahead of me. And, and, and no, no, no. listen, we're just, we're just, we're just fighting this battle. I'm nothing but, but, but a messenger that we need to end. But it's like, and before, I, I, I thought I got it, what you guys have been through and what in the, the fire inside of you guys, the, the, the people that have been doing this forever. But it's like, it clicked. It's life-changing. Yeah, it's like, and I, this is unbelievable evil and we have to end this, Brian. We have to end this. Another another point, AJ, with the video of, of, of the truck and all of this, the narrative that, that the other side, the pro-abortion mm -hmm. side, um, not pro-choice, pro-abortion side, yes, um, has been saying for so many decades is, oh, those photos, they're just of a miscarriage. You guys yeah. just made that up. Mm -hmm. You just Photoshop. That, that's been destroyed with this. Yes. There yes. is now, no, this directly came out of an abortion yeah. mill. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's exactly. no more saying, oh, that was just someone's miscarriage or that was for just sure. photoshopped or any of that. You have undeniable evidence that yep. this is what an aborted baby looks like. Well, and that's the, the beauty the, the, I hate to say beauty like you, I'm trying to find words, but uh, yeah. the, the, the grace in all of this is that, you know, and when, when I first uh, put out the videos, that was immediately reaction of, of pro abort people berating my page saying, this is lies. This isn't real. These aren't aborted babies, blah, blah, blah. And then, 
Okay, the onus is on them because then I post the video right next and say, really? Well, here is DCPD and the mayor's office verifying that these are late term babies, that these are aborted yep. and that these baby aborted babies were all aborted according to DC law and no laws were broken. Why? Because in DC, you can kill babies up to the very last second and it be legal. Yeah. And what we've also learned from this is there is zero, zero accountability for these doc, these abortionists, not, not doctors, right? So yeah. abortionists, which, okay. First of all, tell us the names of the five. Give me the yeah. name. So I want Chris, everyone to know these names. Christopher X, Harriet on hell, Phoenix and, um, on hell, Phoenix and, uh, Holly. And one of these humans, these children, there was, I've seen the video you've shown me and, and, and seen very up close, the video of evidence that this was an illegal partial birth abortion yeah. where yeah. The, the, the skull was actually crushed in, mm -hmm. brains removed. E yep. Explain that, what, what you yeah. saw. You, so, you held that child. So there are very few laws that protect unborn children in the womb, but there are, to my understanding, two of them, federal laws in the books. You can't perform what's called a partial birth abortion and you can't, and, and infanticide is illegal. The, the Born Alive Infant Protection Act. So like, what we're like, what Kermis Gosnell, where he would take them out and then cut the back of the neck. Exactly. And so uh, one of the ba a baby girl, Harriet, um, who is third trimester child, um, would have, and as a pediatric respiratory therapist, I can tell you by personal experience, every single one of these five were viable and would have survived outside of the womb. Uh, some of them with very little to no help. I, I mean, um, Christopher X, very little, probably no medical help would have survived outside of the womb. He was a 30, almost full term baby, 34, 35 weeks. Um, but Harriet, one of her eyes, poor little thing, was blown open and um, the back of her skull snipped and her brain suctioned out. And so a partial birth abortion, that is a partial birth abortion. So what happens with these children is they are the head partial birth abortion was was basically this horribly grotesque practice where to avoid infanticide. They would just partially deliver the head, snip the skull, suction out the brains, and then deliver the rest of them to avoid saying, oh, well, it was already delivered and we killed it after it was delivered. It would wait till it was half delivered, snip the skull, and suction out the brains. That's a partial birth abortion. So um, it's, it's a distinction without a difference. It's, it's infanticide. And so the without an autopsy, it would be impossible to really fully um, determine how, how she died, whether she was alive and took her first breath. And how that's done is you just, you check if there's air in the lungs and you can check if digoxin, this, this um, uh, euthanogenic drug to euthanize the, the child was given or not. So, but that's impossible without, a, without an autopsy and 
DC mayor and PD have adamantly refused to do an autopsy yeah. in what I believe is a total cover. Oh, absolutely. No, I, I can't believe we actually only have a few minutes left. It's already been almost yeah. a half hour. We're going to have to do more episodes. Yeah. AJ, you and I spent with about 75 others um, the afternoon in front of the medical examiner's office in Washington, D.C. a couple of weeks ago, mm -hmm. demanding this autopsy, uh, laying flowers on the steps for these yeah. children and actually almost arrested for laying flowers in their mm -hmm. memory. Uh, you actually mm -hmm. were pushed by one officer. Yes. Yes. Um, who was giving evil smirks as he was laughing at the picture. Deplorable. But yeah. the fact is, is um, not just these children, this, this just, this evil has to stop. America yeah. has to wake up, AJ. Mm -hmm. America has to wake up. Um, this is, this is absolutely insane. Yeah, we're about out of time for today. We're going to talk more about this. I'm going to have you back on, AJ. Okay. But I want to encourage everyone to to go to standtrue.com, to go to survivors.la, to check out our social media, to to mm -hmm. look at the the images and and stuff. And on Stand True, there there is a whole section of of images of abortion victims. Um, yes. And and we we don't just say graphic photos because these are images of victims that were mm -hmm. murdered, and um. And in this case, unbelievable. We'll do a whole episode on this, AJ. We're being sent to a place that was using their remains to create mm -hmm. energy. Yes. Yeah. To, to create electricity. Yep. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's just, um, it's horrible. It's absolutely it's, yeah. evil. It's I, evil. I, I've been doing this for 30-something years, and I just, I lose it. Things. Yeah, well, praise God that that you still have access to that emotion because you know when going through this, brother, it's it's like your survival instincts take over, and and you know I had to go into kind of just like a work mode and and ignore my emotion in order to get through this, and we're all dealing with just complex trauma, and I know that's deep down somewhere, but man, just God help this nation, please, anybody listening get involved, go down to your local abortion clinic, save babies, have your pastor get, try to get your pastors involved. Like we need to end this and it won't end in my opinion until the body of Christ rises up and be, and is his hands and feet too long. We have told to these babies be warmed and filled and not done what is necessary uh, for their safety. So. Well, AJ, we're going to have you uh, close us in prayer. Uh, and then I'm come back to say a few words. So go okay. ahead and, uh, let's, let's pray. Gracious God. Um, I'm a sinner. We are sinners. We don't deserve your mercy or grace or kindness. It is amazing here that Dobbs may be the thing that overturns Roe because we don't deserve it. Um, society doesn't deserve it. Our hearts are wicked and abominable. But you and your your grace have lavished so much on us. And so we just pray that you would please have a, this be a spark of our awakening to end abortion in our nation and across the globe. Turn our hearts to you and give us revival in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, I hope anyone watching this um, wants to get involved. I, I, if you're not already involved in the pro-life movement, somehow contact AJ, contact myself. Father Frank, any of us at, at mm -hmm. Priest for Life and our family and ministries and survivors, and then yep. 
you know, there's so many great organizations out there um, that, that are involved in this. Get involved with somebody. Mm-hmm. Do something to get involved, to stand up and end this, this violence against our fellow human beings. Um, yeah, this is, uh, it's been a rough episode, AJ, uh, mm-hmm. remembering this and thinking about yeah. it. But I want to say how much I appreciate you and Lori and Teresa and, and Lauren mm-hmm. and everybody involved yeah. in this, um, getting this, this, this information out. Uh, I, I ask everyone share this episode on your social media, share, share the, the, the videos, if you can, of the children that have died, but AJ, we'll have you back soon. And, um, I appreciate your coming into this movement. I know that you're new to this movement, but we're, we're going to see an end to this. We're going to see an end to this child killing. And, uh, yeah. So anyway, this has been pro-life is the new punk rock. Uh, I, I usually say it's been exciting to have you, but it's, you know what I mean? Absolutely, brother. Anyway, everybody, please share this episode, mm-hmm. share it with everybody. And if you want to get involved, contact us. Thank you guys. God bless you. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.